Bruce in the pocket, launching downfield. Mitchell, touchdown, Texas. You are looking live at the College Football Insiders Show. You throw it. McCarthy looking, throws deep, got a wide open receiver. Cornelius Johnson spreading. Touchdown, Michigan. Now, here are your hosts ready to break down this weekend's top matchups. Yeah, buddy. Week 12, <laughs> college football. NCAA Insiders. I'm your host, Matt Grissom, joined as always by Quentin Mills and Smitty Bucks. What's up, fellas? That Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, can we just cancel this week and just fast forward uh, to next week? Yes. I'm We've got a lot pumped. of duds, duds this weekend. Yeah. We got little uh, Power Five beating up on little brothers this weekend. Boring next weekend is definitely must watch TV. What's up, Smitty? What's going on, boys? I'm excited. We got some winners on the board this weekend. You're gloating your pit play last oh, night. Hey, here's Back the thing. This, there's a couple more on this board that you got to be careful because that pit one was weird last night. Why was Pitt favored in that game? They're down to, I don't even know who's quarterback in that pit team. I think they brought back somebody from like the 80s to quarterback at team, maybe uh, Alex Van Pelt or something. And But a big win last night. I gave it out. Big winner. So we started the weekend off. I think they slapped the mustache, told Kenny Pickett to get back out there. They won't even recognize it. Well, if you saw passes going to the sidelines for about three yards, then you would have known it was Pickett. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's, let's recap last week. Decent week. 13 and 7 plus 5 units. Uh, unfortunately, I killed the teaser play. How many times have we heard that this season? You're I done. A, I can't pick a teaser to save my life. It's, I don't understand what, what's so hard about it. Oh, come on. It's just whipping your ass. <laughs> well, for, for starters, don't ever trust Mac Brown in a game where he's a two-touchdown <laughs> favorite. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Get taken to the uh, wire, double overtime to Duke. Pathetic. Smitty, just whatever Smitty's backup picks bash. are, just go with that one. Yeah, that's what I need to do. <laughs> All right, so lit it up like a Christmas tree. Going back to the Week 12 matchups. Uh, you ready to dive into it? Yeah. A little Georgia Bulldogs go down to Knoxville to take on, or I guess up, geographically challenged Tennessee volunteers coming off a throbbing by the Missouri Tigers uh, just really shit the bed last weekend. Do they bounce back against Georgia or does Georgia once again, flex the muscle when they play in a big game? I'll start with you Q. I think you said it best on Jeff's show. So Knoxville is obviously loud. It's going to be hype for the first half. But then Georgia, as you you know, you allude to, they just kind of like a boa constrictor. They they kind of mess around with you. They start a little slow, and then they just do that slow squeeze of death. And starting in you know the third quarter, and then by the fourth quarter, you're like, oh, they're up fourteen or up seventeen. You know, nobody can get convert a first down, third downs, or two for seven. Tennessee's going to start a little bit better than they did last week. They're just going to be hyped for this game. But I think Georgia takes it in the second half. Georgia, they're starting to come in their own. We talked about it on Jeff's show. You know, you get Ladd McConkey back a couple weeks ago. You get Brock Bowers back last week. Carson Beck's kind of now into his own. People forget it's the first year that he started 
it, it, it takes a couple games to kind of get that rhythm, not only on a confidence level, but with your team, just the, the surrounding, you know, the, the prep for week to week. He's starting to find a groove, and you can tell he's comfortable now. I think Georgia – I think I'm going to jump on that nine and a half with you, Matt. I, I like that, especially in the second half. It'll be close early. It'll start to come away uh, towards the end. Smitty. Yeah, you know, Georgia's been all over this. Eight and two last 10, uh, six-game winning streak here. Tennessee last win 2016. You know, I think this is a great environment. I think Tennessee has to come out quick. You got to get out, get the crowd into it, get Joe Milton in some good spots. You know, I think if Georgia jumps on them quick, it could be it's in trouble for Tennessee here. You get the crowd into it, Milton can – do some quick throws, run the ball a little bit, play some good defense. But like you said, Georgia has so many uh, weapons. You know, Bauer's coming back. McConkie's back there now. He's doing really well. They got the duo at running backs. Beck's playing well in this. I think it's a team that's on a mission. They got they jumped up to number one now in the rankings. They want to put it on. It's a pass for me. I have no action in this. Uh, I might buy it tomorrow, but uh, right now it's a pass. It depends on the start. Georgia gets out fast. This could be a blot. If Tennessee can hang in this, it's a tough environment. It could be a closer game. Yeah, I can think I, definitely this is one to live bet. Yeah. Also, because I think it's going to be a tale of two games. If you can catch Georgia, you know, getting a shorter price than a touchdown at any point of the game, I think you hammer that. Uh, but also, I think if Tennessee is playing them close through the half, you can also bet Georgia's second half too. I was just going to say, when you look at the history of Tennessee football, is this one of the easiest, loudest stadiums to play in as an away team? Like, when you look at it, I mean, outside of last year, Alabama would go in there, it's super loud, the fans are loud, and they win. Florida goes in there all the time and wins. Georgia goes in there and wins. Like, I know it's loud, but it almost seems like teams are unfazed. But then you go to, like, a, a Michigan or a Penn State or Ohio State or a Florida, and teams are actually intimidated I, I think Tennessee might be the easiest away schedule for, for somebody to play. They, you almost play better in Tennessee than you probably do in your own stadium. It's kind of weird. It's almost like the fans have no factor. Well, and I think when you talk about a, a solid team like Georgia, they're not going to beat themselves. It's not going to yeah. be you know a false start to start every drive like sometimes you play at yeah. Alabama. You go in there, deer in headlights look. Yeah. Or you play at Michigan, Happy Valley, whatever. But I don't know. I, I think Tennessee does have somewhat of a home field advantage. We saw it last year in the Alabama game. But on the flip side, I think Alabama just missed a lot of opportunities last year. They probably would have won. Uh, coin flip game as I pop my rolling rock, old Latrobe. Um, <laughs> College, this baby. This one, this one kind of is just a coin flip. But I feel like Louisville with that ranked – number beside their name is going to get a lot of public money, but it really hasn't. Uh, this is pretty evenly split. Louisville takes on Miami. Hard Rock isn't really a home field advantage, I feel like, for, for Miami fans. Uh, what are you doing in this one, Smitty, if anything? Yeah, this one's this one kind of reminds me of the pick game last night because I was on Miami last week, and it just, it was a train wreck watching that game. And I was writing Q's dad because he's a big Miami fan. I was like, this is tough to watch. Like this kid can't throw the ball at all. Then he got a lucky throw and they, they covered the spread. Then he blew his arm out again. Van Dyke got benched. Now he's back. And I mean, <laughs> it was just painful to watch this game. And 
But you look at this line and you're like, shouldn't this be a lot higher? Like, why in the world? Like, Miami was favored a couple of days ago. I think Louisville now is like minus uh, one I saw on one site today. It's just one of those games that's a little weird here. Plummer is a good quarterback. He can throw some INTs, too, for the Cardinals here. I really, I've said it on our show, I really like the coach. Rom's a really good coach. I'm not the highest fan of the Miami coach. But this just has just something, ball. yeah, it has something a little bit, I don't know what's going on here. I It's no play right now for me, but, man, I'm leaning towards the Hurricanes. I think Louisville got their scare last week against Virginia in that Thursday night game. And I this this Louisville team is, has surprised me this year, but I think they are the better team. Miami has let a couple of games get past them, though. So I truly think it's a, a coin flip. In the last five games, the spread hasn't mattered. The favorite team has won by an average margin of victory of 21 points. So don't feel like we're going to get that this week, but I, I do feel like Louisville is the better team here and we'll end up getting it done. Miami's 7-3 and three last 10 in this. Good to know. So a team that – Ails me, North Carolina. They're catching seven and a half in this one. Uh, the projections actually have North Carolina winning. Granted, I don't think Clemson. I don't think Clemson loses this game. I I was inclined to take the touchdown with North Carolina, but then I backed off because the Clemson defense I feel like could keep this lower scoring. And if you're going to have a knockout drag down fight, like I think you could. I think Clemson could win this game like 24-10, something like that. Uh, are you doing anything in this one, Q? Yeah, I teased up North Carolina to plus 14 and a half. You dog. I would agree with you. <laughs> I, I think Clemson probably wins this game. I think especially being a state line game is kind of a rivalry. Clemson's going to be up for it, especially in Death Valley. But I don't think they're going to win by more than uh, 14. I, I think it could be a 7-10. to 10. Uh, but I just wanted that insurance. North Carolina, yeah, they're starting to fade into the Mac Brown that we initially talked about. Then we kind of went to, well, maybe they're legit. They beat a couple good teams, and then they, they fell right back in. So I think North Carolina probably loses a close game, but I like that that hook on the 14 and a teaser to, to kind of hopefully save me a play. Yeah, and this one's stayed. It got down to seven, went back to seven and a half. I think they're just begging you to take that seven plus seven and a half. I think the public is probably backing North Carolina here just because of the recency bias of, okay, yeah, Clemson's not good this year, but this line is at seven and a half for a reason right now. And I know Dabo has gone through his rah-rah speech, but I'm leaning towards laying it with, with Clemson if I had to. What's the middle what are you doing, Smitty? Yeah, it's a pass right now. You know, I think with this game, Carolina can move the ball. Clemson does have a good defense. But can Clemson finish drives? They move the ball and then they kind of stall down the red zone a lot. They do. I do like both their running backs uh, on this game. This one was, you look at it right away and you're like, wow, why is this 7-2? I kind of think the same thing. I think this is maybe Clemson's going to come in here and take care of business and win maybe by about 10 points. So I would lean Clemson in this game. I mean, North Carolina is not going to be able to stop them on offense. I feel like they're going to make, Klubnik look good, and like you said, the running backs, they're going to have success too. Uh, Pac-12, 
Utah and my darling of late, the 8-2 and two ATS Arizona Wildcats host the Utah Utes. And I don't – again, a slim margin in this one. I want to back Arizona, but because I like them, I think Utah is probably the right side here. So I ended up taking Utah money line for a half unit. I just feel like Kyle Whittingham, he he knows what this team is. You probably gonna get a, a you know 11, 10 win season, eleven if you win the bowl game. Um I I don't know. I think Utah takes care of business here. I think the defense is gonna be something different for Fafita that he hasn't faced before. So I I think the Utes win. You know, talk me out of it, Smitty. Yeah, you six and four last ten in the series here. You know, again, it's a Utah team that's just really good, good physical team here. Like you said, the backups come in now. He's taking over the starting role. He's doing really well. I mean, what a great job again by this Arizona program and the head coach turning this thing around pretty quick overall. They've you know four straight wins. But this one, again, this one's scary. I want nothing to do with this game. I'll watch. I mean, if it's on anything and keep an eye on it. But I would do the same thing. I think that was a good call by you. Maybe throw a little bit of money on the money line with Utah. Q, Millie? Yeah, echo that. I think I think Fafita's going to run into a defense he hasn't seen. Winning uh, Utah, man. They're just in every game, even without Cam Rising, and, and that's got to stand for something, you know, from the athlete's perspective, from the coaching perspective. They've given far better teams than Arizona a run for the money this year. I think Arizona's playing incredible football. They're definitely on the rise. I, I really hope this program stays on the rise. I think it's good for college football, but I think they kind of run into a Utah Utes team that isn't phased by playing on the road, uh, and I think Utah kind of handles it today. Or tomorrow. And I, I misspoke. There's no way they're going to win 11 games. They could win 10, though. They close out the season against Colorado, uh, who we know is has struggled here lately. But, all right, moving over, Kansas, Kansas State, a big one down in Lawrence. Kansas is on their third-string quarterback. I laid it early, Kansas State minus 7.5. I was unfazed getting 7 in the hook with the Wildcats. I just think they're going to take care of the, the little brother. What do you think, Smitty? Yeah, I have it down as a 14-game win streak here in the series here uh, for Kansas State, if I'm correct on my numbers there. Howard, the quarterback's been really good. I need a big game tomorrow. I play Q in the playoffs tomorrow. Let's go. Give me some points. Give me some fantasy points. I think I even had the running back in my lineup tomorrow. Get this high scoring, fellas. Put it on, little brother. I think you're in okay shape. I like this Kansas State team. Like you said, I think the big thing, being the backup was doing an okay job, but I think uh, he's out. The third strainer is going to be in there. I think it's too much. Again, I really like this Kansas program. I really respect the head coach, but Kansas State just has too much power in this. I think they're going to blow him out. Score a lot of points, fellas. Fantasy. Let's go. Plus, you've got all the Surant, the Lance Leipold. Where's he going to go? Is he going to get offered the job uh, at Texas A&M? A is he going to Michigan State? I don't know. I think I got good news, though. I think Daniels did say this week that he is returning to school. Now, if the kid can stay healthy in quarterback, I mean, that's a pretty good quarterback coming back for your program. Q, you doing anything in this one? Hopefully, uh, hopefully Giddens isn't doing much in this game. Uh, I think Kansas State 
I don't want to say easily wins, but uh, I think they cover the eight. I think it's a 10 point game here. I don't think Kansas is the worst team. I mean, if, if the backup can do well, I think they're kind of in the same boat as Utah where like the, the third string's probably going to do okay as well. Best defense they'll face um, in a while. It's probably a pass for me for right now. Uh, if, if anything, I actually do like teasing down the points, taking the over. Cause I think, uh, I think it could kind of be slow like the Kansas state, Texas game and kind of ramp up towards the end. I've down the governor's cup. It's called get that governor's cup. Let's go. That's it. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to see how the Is it red or blue. I am mob, no clue. <laughs> mob mentality. Kansas I'll keep state. an eye out for that tomorrow. All, All right. right. The big one, number five, Washington takes on number 12, Oregon State. The Beavers, 16-1 and one against the spread at Reeser Stadium over the last three seasons. Q, does Beavers yeah, I- in Washington come in and continue their race for the college football playoff? Or does the trendy dog Beavers, I guess it would be the trendy Beaver, um, do they shut the door on Washington's dream season? I don't dun, think dun, so. Dun. I think the script has already been typed out. You're going to get a undefeated Washington Dante. team playing a, a one-loss Oregon team. I I laid a little more juice. I took Washington plus three and a half. That way, if they lose by field goal, it's a cover. I think Washington wins outright, though. I think, I think you're going to see a Washington-Oregon pretty much for all the marbles for a college football playoff spot. Oregon State, hell of a season. You know, six and six last year. They're eight and two this year. Uh, so they've already improved. DJU, though, in big games, I mean, we've seen him kind of shut down. This is a massive game. Uh, hopefully, you know, he plays well. Hopefully it's an exciting game. Um, but I, I think what Washington's got is legit. Um, I think they escape another week. Smitty? I'm on the Beavers. I, I, I love I love this team. I think it's, like you said, 16-1 and one, uh, ATS. <laughs> You know, I think this game, this is a playoff game for Washington here. This, you know, they lose this. Could they sneak back in? Maybe. But this is a big game. They've been playing okay. Just okay. Great environment. Now, what scares, you know, scares me a little bit, Washington gets out fast, gets some quick scores in this. This Oregon State team, like we've said on many shows this year, they want to pound the ball with the running back, with the quarterback and some quick short throws, move the ball. They want to be physical on the offensive line. I am looking at that to be a little slower paced game. Who's more physical? The Beavers are. I want them to pound the ball in this game, keep it lower scoring, and win a tight game. So I went money line this week with the Oregon State Beavers. Four straight unders in this matchup. So we'll see. I think Oregon State does pull the upset Granted, they are the favorite now, so I don't know what you call that. I think anytime you've got a top five team that's undefeated going in to face anything else, it's an upset. All right, the abysmal Arkansas Razorbacks host Florida International, one of the worst teams in college football as far as my power ratings go, yet they're getting 30 points, 29 points. I laid it or took it with FIU. I got it plus 31 and a half earlier in the week. I think this Razorbacks team is done. They've mailed it in. I wouldn't be surprised if you see KJ turn over the reins to Jacoby Criswell as the backup. Rocket Sanders is probably going to sit out. We've just dealt with injuries. We've dealt with offensive coordinators getting fired. Now we're dealing with Sam Pittman's buyout talks. Is he going to get fired? 
Does the board of trustees want to keep him? Nobody knows. It's a just a shit show up in Fayetteville. So give me Florida International. I think they'll be able to make this game weird. Who knows? Maybe another Western Kentucky or North Texas, you know, back in the Chad Mora era, Chad Morris era, where we just get really embarrassed at home once again. Q. You're really you talking me into this. this. Yeah, I think uh I think I might lay the uh, or or take the Florida National points. What they, what does Arkansas have to play for? I, I know the Pittman stuff. There's there's even pe- them talking about he might go to like Bama or Georgia and be the you know a line coach already. It's it's floating around. On top of do they keep him? Do they not? You know what's the the offensive situation? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take the points with you. I, I can't really even talk to this game. I told you last week there would be some regression. Winner, good point. I think it's the same thing, like you said. Rocket Sanders gave up. KJ's fat. He gained 45 pounds since last year. The only reason Florida lost was because they decided to try to tackle him at the top of the tree. That's just not happening. Listen, Florida International is going to be cutting those legs down like it's a Christmas tree that are getting ready to throw in a house. Hit the stump. He's done. Hey, listen. I watched the Florida International. I watched a Florida International game, I think, twice this season. One – was when they did the Miami Vice. Those were night. sick. I watched that. Those were piss. sick. So for that, it was piss raining out there. Alone, <laughs> they were playing in a monsoon. <laughs> yeah, Florida International. That's the side. They had like Corvettes or Lamborghinis or something on the sidelines too, which yeah. oddly enough, that's what KJ Jefferson got. He got a brand new red Corvette. He got. Let's talk like about what his outfit's going to be to the stadium. He got that Corvette six months ago before the season started. He Cash still out. has gotten tags on it. It still has temp tags that expired in September. <laughs> They're going to take the business. car back for performance. Take care of business, man. <laughs> this is that's that is the Razorbacks in a nutshell, right there. You drive fast, but you ain't got a license or tags. Good job, Smitty. They're taking taking it back. It, it's I'm not doing anything here. Arkansas, one of my losers last week. I'm so bitter with Sorry. them. I, so maybe I should jump on with you guys on that. Maybe I will, but right now let's move on. All right. So another one, we've got to talk about the Florida Gators. They go to Columbia to take on Missouri and Missouri coming off a big win against Tennessee. They just played Georgia. Do they slip up here? Because I think they do. I took the points with Florida plus 11 and a half. I think Florida is going to score on them, and I think Missouri may be getting a little fat and happy. Plus, Eli Drinkwitz has perhaps the most punchable face in college football. His comments have jot to Josh Heupel, we stand on business, and then ran off like a coward. Like, this guy, I can't stand him. But he's got the Tigers playing well. I think the buck stops or slows down a little bit with the Gators coming to town. Sunbelt Billy. Going to Columbia, pull off the upset, maybe. I don't know. Q, you like the points with Florida? No, sadly, I think Eli Bumnuts and the Missouri Tigers get the job done. I think Florida's offense will will compete in the game, and then the defense will just blunder down again like they did last week. God, I hate – I can't – I'm a bad gambler. I can't bet against my team, so I I just – don't bet in the game, but I think the, the right side is is the Missouri minus 11. Smitty. 
Yeah, I was looking at this game for a team points. I have two on the board so far. This was one that was close for me. I really like Florida's team points over. Um, the other day it was 23 and a half. I think they'll get they'll that. Get that. I think they'll get over that. I think their offense is playing well. I like the quarterback. I like the two running backs. I think they have some good weapons and offense. It's just the defense can't stop anybody. It's just a really bad defense. But I think their offense will score that. So keep an eye on the team points for Florida. It's a 42-28. All right, Smitty. Get your crown. And let's tease it up. Uh, to the king himself, who has never lost. Woo! Feeling good. The crown looks good. My hair looked very good today, so it kind of stinks I put the crown on. But all right, let's go. You need an <laughs> HD camera to see that hair. Well, oh, yeah. Sorry, don't have that yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't so need that because it'd be too much gray hair in it. So let's go. <laughs> Best bets recap. Start with the teasers. What you got? Yeah, let's go. I'm going right back to what I did last week. I went against Temple. I'm going to go right at it again. I'm taking UAB. UAB's at home. I like UAB. They can score a lot of points. Temple, like I said last week, they can't really stop anybody, and they're not very good at home. So I'm going to take a chance again, take down UAB to about a pick them. UAB, again, I'm going to say it again. They will win the game. Take UAB. Go Blazers. I also like the over in that game, just so you know. I took over 62 and a half. Q, what you doing? I like Michigan minus 12. I think they win by 17 to 21 against a Maryland team that's just kind of fallen off the tracks. If you can win by nine against a way better Penn State defense without throwing the ball in the second half, you should have no problems covering the minus 12 in a teaser against Maryland. All right, I took the America's darling. Who got screwed by the NCAA? Time out, Smitty. What's your backup play? Oh, <laughs> I I personally I I like I, I just look I and for to everybody I didn't know what these guys were going to do here with the the teaser, so I'm looking right now at the same time we're giving it out, and I really do like this play by Matt. I think James Madison's a really good play. So, thank you. Might be in luck. This is the best. Athletic program in college football. They don't lose. Or in anything. They're 3-0 and in basketball. They're 10-0 and in football. The NCAA completely screwed them. This yep. is their Super Bowl. Go beat 6-4 and four App State. Beat the brakes off of them. Taking it down to minus two. Go Dukes. That is plus 120. Three-team, seven-point teaser. Hey, right. Game day. Game day is there, app. Yep. Yeah, game. Recap your best bets. We'll start from the bottom, Smitty. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go Virginia Tech at home. I just like the environment. Now, my neighbor's not going to like it because he loves NC State. And NC State's been playing really good football. So I just think it's a good spot. I think uh, Virginia Tech will get the win. I'm going to go Minnesota here. Now, they play Ohio State, but if you look, Minnesota has done a really good job over the last couple of years playing against this team. And what do you have next week? You got the big game next week. Can Ohio State be sleepwalking a little bit? I'm going to take a chance with it. I'm going to go the Gophers. Uh, hopefully, they can score a couple, um, some points here and there. Not the greatest offense there. 
Uh, again, I'm going to stay up with Oregon State. money line. gave that already. I like Indiana, too, minus the three. You know, Michigan State's lost like seven out of eight. And if you really look Indiana over the last couple of weeks, they have done a great job. They hung right there with Penn State. Could have maybe sent that game into OT. They beat Wisconsin, and then they threw 45 points up against Illinois last week in a shootout. They're scoring points. Michigan State is not. I think Indiana is peaking at the right time. They'll get the win. They'll cover the three. Team points, I like Rice team uh, total over 23.5 against Charlotte. Rice has been scoring uh, pretty good the last five games. Charlotte, the last three games, has given up 38, 26, 44. So I like the over 23 and a half. And then last one, USC, team total over 35 and a half. UCLA, a lot of info came out. Chip Kelly's going to get fired. I don't know where their motivation is. And this is Williams' is probably last game uh, there in college. I think they'll try to put on a show. I think UCLA will score too. I think this one's going to be extremely high scoring, but I think USC will throw at least 40 some points on the board. So take the team points over there. 19 and 15 on the season with the team points. Cute. I like West Virginia and Morgantown to get it done against a horrible Cincinnati team. Emory Jones, not a great quarterback. Garrett Green, decent quarterback. West Virginia, good defense. It's going to be allowed in Morgantown. I like them to cover. Already touched the Washington State. I got a Georgia, Iowa, Texas Tech money line parlay. Georgia, I think, just beats Tennessee and, and shows their dominance. Iowa's playing a, a pretty brutal Illinois team at home. Tough place to play. Lockdown defense. Texas Tech money line is playing UCF. UCF coming off a slaughtering game last week against the uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. I don't think that happens in back-to-back weeks. I still think they're struggling in the Big 12. Texas Tech playing for a bowl game. I think they get it done at home. Teaser, Michigan, minus 12.5. I touched on them. UNC, plus 14.5. I touched on them. I, I think they lose the game, but they don't lose by more than two possessions. And then the Georgia-Iowa money line at the essentially an even bet. Um, lockdown defense, Georgia gets it done. So and I think Michigan Ford International. Now that I'm a Michigan fan, does it scare you that last year at Michigan, Maryland only lost this game 34-27? And Michigan, I don't know if you know this, they're without their head coach. They're all over the news cycles. They've got no. Ohio State next week. Are they it doesn't scare me? Are they unfazed by this? They'll be unfazed. I think if anything, they are more motivated to whip the Terrapins ass because Jim Harbaugh won't be there because they're getting slammed in the media. Like when you can win a game against Penn state and not even have to throw the ball, you just power flexed on a team. Maryland is half of what Penn state is. They're going to slaughter on purpose to show that, they're unfazed by this. Yeah, That's Maryland it. last week, too, didn't do much against Nebraska. Now, Nebraska has a pretty good defense, but Michigan does, too. I, yeah. I just think what's Mich- what Maryland's what we say every year. They get off to a great start, and then they play some better Big Ten schools, and they can't do anything. I think, again, I think Michigan's going to be in good shape. I don't think this is sleepwalk. A couple years ago, they threw like 50-some points on this team. I, th- I don't think they're going to do that, but I think they'll hit in the 30 range. I think they'll they'll be okay. They'll shut down Maryland's offense. I was actually leaning towards taking the under 14 and a half on Maryland. You like that as the team, as the resident team total expert for NCAA and Saturday? I could see that. Yeah. I could see like a 
30, 32, 10, you know, and something here, to 14. Here's my theory of why, because I, I would lean Michigan minus 19, minus 20. But I could also see a scenario where they go up 30 points and then Maryland, like, scores a touchdown or two to backdoor cover it. So I wouldn't want any part of that, but I think the 14 – be hard pressed to convince me that they're going to get more than 14 points against this Michigan defense. The only they put up 15 against Penn State. I think Michigan's better than Penn State. Yeah, but well, I think anyways, their defense will flex too with Parchers just getting fired. Like we don't need him either. Not an official play, but under 14 and a half Maryland. Something I'm looking at. All right, Georgia minus nine and a half. I talked about it earlier. Utah money line. Talked about that one earlier. Florida plus 11 and a half. Echo the same sentiment. One I did not touch on, UNLV. Barry Odom from Arkansas, defensive coordinator, takes the job, loses Bobby Petrino like a month before the season starts as he bolted in Bobby Petrino fashion for Texas A&M. See how that worked out. UNLV fighting for a shot to win the Mountain West. They're 9-1 and one against the spread. Betters rejoice. It's the best covering team in college football. Knock on wood, they do it again. Plus three and a half versus Air Force. Can can Air Force just win that game? Because I have over eight and a half wins, and they were eight and zero, oh, and now they've lost two straight. So let's get a win on Air Force. They slept walk last week. They probably should have won that game. Um, Some guys are banged Louisville, up. Louisville money line. We talked about it earlier. Van Dyke, he ain't the guy for Miami. That's proven. Louisville, I think, is a better team. Still have a lot to play for to meet ACC champion Florida State. Yes, I'm trying to jinx them because I want them out of the college football playoff. Florida International plus 31 and a half. There's nothing left in the tank for Arkansas. Oregon State minus one, the money line, however you want it. I'm taking the Beavs at home, 16 and one. Record speaks for itself. I said it at the beginning of the season. The Pac-12 is going to end up cannibalizing each other. It's time for Washington to get cannibalized here. Let's do it. And then I parlayed. It's a little special parlay. Okay. I know it's a lot of heavy favorites. Michigan, Oregon, Georgia. Those are three that I feel like are going to make the college football playoff. They're going to win this weekend. And then you can get cute with it. So I did one where I threw in Washington State tonight. That will be a Colorado-Washington State game. I don't trust laying four and a half with Washington State, although I do think they get the win. Cam Ward, we've made money on him this season. I think they're a solid team. Deion Sanders is losing recruits, saying, I don't know if Coach Prime's going to be there when I get there next year. Five-star out. We'll see. The wheels look like they're falling off Colorado entirely. Uh, so I do think you could throw money line parlay in with Washington State. It's going to get you plus 120. And then you're just coasting into tomorrow, rooting for the heavy favorites. Uh, if for whatever reason that loses, or if you want to get cute like I did, throw in JMU. Like I said earlier, I don't think James Madison's losing this game. That's only minus 117 plus a lot of heavy favorites. So, that being said, do you have any other final thoughts, Q or Smitty, before we let people go? Nothing. Best, best of luck. Give me, a, give me a fun fact on something, Smitty, or a basketball bet. 
I, know I didn't even, I've not looked at the basketball card yet tonight. So I'm going to try to go do that and get a couple wild. All I'll say about basketball right now, it's just crazy. You have a big lead and it can vanish quick. Last night, for example, I was finally on a good one. I had Missouri. They were down by 18 in the second half, came back and got the money line win. So right now it's been crazy. So be careful. I've had some good days and have has had some bad days. So, but that's the way gambling is. No pick for us. What are we even paying you for? I, I, I was at my, I was at my main job. So, all right. Cash tickets. Cheers. 